This is also the season of the year that Southern Baptists join together in helping to support our international missions. Today is the kickoff for our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. In your uh, pew racks before you there, there is a colorful envelope that is marked for our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. We have a goal of $19,000 this year to help our missions effort around the world. That money goes directly to the mission field to help all of our missionaries. We're grateful for that. And to help us uh, begin to think about why that's important, as Joshua mentioned to you, there is a flyer inside of your folder you received as you came in this morning. For our week of prayer starts today. Uh, Each day has a prayer for different areas of missions, for different individual missionaries. There's a reason why we do this every year. Southern Baptists are traditionally a missions people. Our denomination was birthed out of a desire to do missions. We unite with other Southern Baptist churches around the the world, recognizing that together we can be more effective in reaching the world for Christ than we can individually. Together we fund 3,678 international missionaries, 5,200 North American missionaries, and the International Mission Board last year recorded 52,586 baptisms. That's exciting news, but the task is large. Prophet Malachi looked forward to a day when the mission endeavor, taking the mission, the message of Christ, would literally explode around the world. Now you have to think back a few thousand years to the day of Malachi, a, a time of great difficulty in his nation. Uh, they were concerned about just surviving to the next day, much less taking the message of their God to the world. And yet in the midst of, of a very difficult prophecy, Malachi gives a tremendous word of hope, a word of missions found there in the midst of the Old Testament. Here's what he said in Malachi chapter 1 verse 11. My name will be great among the nations from the rising to the setting of the sun. In every place, incense and pure offerings will be brought to my name because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty. Malachi gives a word directly from God that God's name would be exalted among the nations in every place from the rising of the sun to the setting of the sun. The name of the Lord would be praised. We still look forward to that day. Sometimes it seems like we're losing ground. We hear the news. We read the reports. We see the blogs. We we hear very difficult reports about our world. But we must not lose hope. Malachi's prophecy is being answered in our generation in some amazing ways. Do you realize you live in the first generation that it literally is possible to tell every person on the face of the planet about Jesus Christ? Now, that hasn't always been true. There have been difficulties in transportation, difficulties in communication, difficulties in all those have been taken care of in our generation because of the Internet, because of of transportation improvements. We are literally able to get to every person on the face of the planet. Now, it's going to take some work. It's still going to be difficult. It's going to take some sacrifice. But we live in a generation 
where we can actually see Malachi's prophecy fulfilled. That's an exciting news. And so that's why this morning as we kick off our Lottie Moon Christmas offering for international missions, I want us to just take a few minutes to take a look at what God's doing around the world. Now, what we're going to see this morning is just the tip of the iceberg. God's doing some amazing, wonderful things that we can be a part of from the rising to the setting of the sun. Here's the challenge. According to the International Mission Board estimates, every day, 155,000 people plus die without Christ in their life. That's a sobering statistic when you think about it. Every day, that many people entering into eternity without the hope that we have in Jesus. There's a great need. How can we reach those people in time? Well, we can't. But Jesus can. We all lead busy lives. But if we could just stop everything and take a bird's eye view, a little higher. There. Now we can see the multitudes. We are fueled by a shared vision to bring the name of Christ to those who have yet to hear. So we move forward to extreme places, corners of the world that have no access to the gospel. We train missionaries, send them out together, and pray that God's grace be known. We help the hurting, comfort the dying, give hope to the displaced, and have seen thousands come to faith in Christ. We are able to do so much more together than if we were chasing this vision alone. This is our common effort. Together. What can we do together as believers? Does the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, does that even really do anything? Well, well, let's find out this morning. There are some great problems in our world. There's some tremendous walls that we've got to break through to take the gospel to our world. There's poverty, there's hunger, there's disease. There are challenges that are bigger than any of us individually. How can we do anything that will have an impact for Christ in the midst of that kind of challenge? Well, we can't, but Jesus can. Fue el momento donde ya no pude más. Teníamos muchos enfrentamientos yo y ella, pues. Yo, yo ya no puedo y a veces... Yo decía que ya estaba cansada. Ahí lloré y lloré todo lo que yo sentía. Le dije a Dios. Aquí estoy. Sinaloa is known for being the breadbasket of Mexico. Fields everywhere here, all around it, are these work camps. Different people groups in Mexico, seasonal workers, they're often up at four, getting on a bus. Days are long, the work is hard, 
You see the effects of that in the challenges of their daily life. Vidalia really struggled with depression, diabetes, was losing her sight. Gilberto and his wife, Udelia, they had gone through, I think, enough grief in their life where they were looking for something else. Yo le dije, ¿sabes qué, Gude? Eh, vamos a buscar algo, le dije, porque yo, yo ya no puedo y a veces... Y ya estaba el momento de serme loca. La depresión ya no aguantaba, ya no dormía. Y ahí fue que un campo conocí al hermano David. Y la predicación estuvo muy bonito. Me decía mis compañeras de trabajo, ¿qué tiene Udella? Te veo muy emocionada. Es que me voy a bautizar ahora. Y ahí fue donde Dios me limpió. Dios me salvó de todo. Sí, Dios es lo que quiere que gente que viene de campos, que viene de, pues de pueblitos que no hay, Dios quiere que todos estemos con Él. Mi hija también andaba un poco... Y en el mismo instante, Dios tocó su corazón y dijo, Apá, Amá, yo también, dijo. We just began working through the book of Acts. They have always taken the initiative. One day, Gudelia said, You know, I would really like to go visit a different camp with you. They have just been so excited about sharing their faith. All last year we were doing training with Gudelia and Gilberto of this is how you disciple people, this is how you share your faith. It's been so cool to see Gilberto grow in his confidence and ability to share. I can't imagine a more joyful person in Christ. She wants to share, she wants to engage, she wants to be used by God so badly. Like he said to Peter, go out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. New believers are added to the church. They're worshiping, they're praying. Dios es lo que quiere que, como nosotros estamos en Cristo, Dios quiere que todos estemos con Él para el día de su llegada, pues todos. Well, missionaries can work in areas of poverty. That when I think about missionaries, that's kind of the way that I think of. Uh, missions sometimes, and I think of it with, with those who are, are very uh, difficult circumstances, those who are, who are at the point of, of great need. But, but what about those who don't really sense their need? What, what about folks who live in, in big cities, like big cities of North America? What about uh, places like New York or, or Los Angeles or, or, or uh, you know, those places where, where folks... They're not, they're, those are in poverty, but a lot of folks seem to be doing okay and, and seem to be doing all right, but we know they're lost. We know they need the Savior. Can we reach them? What about folks in places like Quebec, Canada? Estimates are that only 2% of the population in Quebec profess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The rest don't really see a need. Is it possible to reach them with the message of the gospel? Well, we can't, but Jesus can.
pretty much like the only thing I was good at. It was bringing myself like in real deep trouble and finding a solution to get out of it. It got me to the point where I just got kicked again out of a job. Uh, I had crashed my, my car. I was still smoking so much pot and I, I owed six months of, of payment for, for, for where I lived, my friend whose house I was living in. It was just like, like I was looking at my life, just thinking. Three years ago, during Eastern, um, the pastor, he said that if you want to be born again, your own nature has to be crucified as well, just like Christ's was. And when he said that, it's like something, somebody, someone asked me and proposed to me. Are you ready like, to, to, to give your life? Are you ready like, to, to, to get your hands off for that, that will? It's weird because there's like that feeling of Oh my God, like, how bad am I? And also, how beloved am I still? I was baptized on 27 October 2016. It was just like discovering life all over again. When I met Robert, um, that I really started uh, surf and, and like, he is a missionary, so obviously it's something that caught my attention. The first time I met Jordan, he was eager, but at the same time he was searching. He didn't have answers. He just knew that walking with the Lord, serving the Lord was the right thing. Every time I would read the scripture with him, he just wanted to know more and more and more. I just had like this confidence with him. I wanted like, you know, a little bit like Paul and Timothy. He was really that person. Jordan's basically become a partner in ministry. He's helping me with mission teams that come and, and having an aspect of leadership there. Uh, he's on fire for reaching his people for Christ. He's willing to do whatever it takes. Uh, in our local church, he has some responsibilities and some leadership. To, to reach Quebec, we have to do it through the Quebecois. Now we can assist them, we can train them, but ultimately they're the ones that are gonna reach their own people. I just want to give my, my whole self for the kingdom of God because I, there's nothing else than that. It's like something that becomes so clear and give your life. I'll go wherever like he points to me, whatever it is. Okay, the gospel can work in migrant camps in Mexico. We can understand that. It can work for someone who's searching 
in, in Quebec. But, but th- those are areas that are relatively easy to get to. Uh, there are, are relatively simple ways that we can uh, reach those folks with the gospel. What about those folks, though, that live in very inaccessible regions, areas where it's dangerous to travel, areas where they are difficult geographically to reach their location? Or or what about people that don't even have a permanent home, that even finding where they are is a challenge? Can we reach them with the gospel? Well, we can't, but Jesus can. I live in a country in East Asia with three million people. Um, Many of those are nomadic herdsmen who still live in a vast wilderness where the gospel has never been able to penetrate. And they live in a structure called a gare. It's a large round felt tent that they can pick up and move. Many of these families move, you know, up to 11 times in a year and just pack everything up and and put it on a camel and we'll move across the country. It is a passion of mine to be able to take the gospel to those who've never had the opportunity to hear the name of Christ. How we do that is we, through National Believers, we're able to meet physical needs in in ways that shows the love of Christ. Whether it's by replacing a gear that's been burned down, um, giving coal in the wintertime whenever it's negative 40 degrees outside um, and they have nothing to heat their home, whether it's giving hay to herdsmen to be able to keep their livestock alive. Um, These things are just a a small part of what we do to show the love of Christ in a way to open up the door to be able to share the gospel. Meeting their physical needs can open up doors um, to these families and through that We're able to share creation to Christ and then move that into them being able to hear discipleship lessons and and finally with the end goal of of seeing churches in some of these areas that have never never been able to experience the gospel. Through this, we've been able to see um, herdsmen come to know Christ, to accept Him. We're able to see them being baptized in a vast wilderness. It's because of your giving through the Lottie Moon Christmas offering that we're able to go to these places. We're able to to share the gospel with these people who've never had a chance to hear. Okay. We're glad we have missionaries. We are. We're excited about that. That's a good thing, right? We're, we're excited as Southern Baptists to be able to send out missionaries around the world. But, but what does this mean for us? What can we do well every christian has a part that we can play in the mission endeavor to reach every single person on the face of the globe from the rising to the setting of the sun 
that every person will have an opportunity to hear about Christ. To make that happen, it's going to take all of us. It's going to take all of us praying. Every Christian can pray. Every one of us. There's not a single believer who cannot spend time on their knees before the Lord, calling out to the Father, saying, God, I don't want 155,000 people to die today without hearing your name. I want to do whatever it takes to make sure that every person has an opportunity to hear about you. God, be with our missionaries, bless them, multiply their efforts, use them, protect them, give them the resources that they need. All of us can pray. That's why we have this annual emphasis, the week of prayer for international missions. We don't want to just do that for a week. We want to do that year-round, lifting up our missionaries uh, to the Heavenly Father. You can do that uh, through some, some very unique ways. The International Mission Board has a wonderful site on their website, imb.org. O-R-G, imb.org. If you'll just go there, click on pray, and every day there's a daily prayer for a missionary somewhere, a specific need that they have that they're asking us to pray for. You can do that. Get right there on your phone. Get right there on your computer. You can, can pray for them. You, you can have those emailed to you. There's lots of ways that you, we can do that. But we can all be praying. Every Christian can pray. We can give. And yes, unapologetically, we are asking you to reach into your hard-earned dollars, the, the, the very little that, that God has given to you, and take part of that and sacrificially give it so that those 155,000 people that might die today, so they'll have an opportunity to hear about Jesus. There in the pew racks before you, there's a, an offering envelope I mentioned a moment ago. During the month of December, we'll have those available all through the month. Just take one of those and, and ask God, God, what can I do? What, what have you given me that I can give to make sure that people in Quebec, people in Mexico, people in East Asia, that I don't even know where they live? God, what can I do to help them? Pray that God can use you through your gifts. And finally, we can all go. And the fact of the matter is God has called all of us to the mission field. There, there's not a single mission-minded Christian that can't go. Now, where, where can you go? Well, there's lots of opportunities to do that. Your mission field may be just right across the street. You may have a family, an individual that lives across the street, doesn't know the Lord, and that's the mission field where God's calling you to go to them and, and find a way to share the good news of Christ with them. We've got some great opportunities for you to do that right here this month. We have all kinds of opportunities all the way from very casual events to very traditional Christmas events. There, there's a, lots of opportunities for you to invite somebody that you know that's in your mission field to come here and Hear the message of Jesus Christ. Maybe for the first time. Maybe your mission field is a little far, farther flung than that. We have some opportunities for you to do that as well. Uh, Brian Miller is putting together a trip to Malta. Some of you have been uh, talking to him about that. There's still time to sign up and find out more about that. Talk to Brian how you can be involved in that. Every year, our, our Green County Baptist Association, we participate with them in a mission to uh, Guadalajara. There, there's opportunities for you to go there. And the International Mission Board and North American Mission Board have all kinds of short-term mission opportunities, everything from two weeks to two years. That you can go to an area and and help missionaries on the field to share the gospel. 
So wherever your mission field may be, if it's just right across the street, if it's in another town here in Missouri, if it's across the country, if it's, it's around the world, you can go. We just need to recognize the need. And you may be saying, well, you know, I'd love to go and, and be on the mission field, but I don't know if I'd be able to do that or not. Well, <laughs> we can't. But Jesus can. The world is broken, with billions living in darkness, striving to find hope on their own. That's why we go to sprawling cities, impoverished villages, and war-torn countries. We go because God is worthy of all worship, and we are His missionary people, sharing the only hope for this broken world. Jesus Christ. That is why we go. Since 1845, IMB has helped churches participate in God's global mission. And today, through IMB, churches are sending people from all walks of life to join limitless missionary teams in the rapidly growing global cities and the harder to access extremes like deserts, jungles, and war zones. From students to professionals to retirees to full-time church planters, every Christian has a part to play. Your gifts to international missions make it possible for IMB to partner with local churches to equip ordinary Christians to make disciples and multiply churches among unreached people and places, fulfilling Christ's commission to declare His glory among the nations.